Hey loves, welcome to another podcast session. And now to today's episode. So hi guys, um, welcome to today's episode. But before I begin, last week I posed a question in the episode on self-medication and that was what is the maximum number of tablets paracetamol and adults could take in a day i got some really interesting answers which i would like to share with everyone now the thing is most people told me um, the maximum number of tablets was six as to whether that is right or wrong we'll see <laughs> so uh, some of the explanations I got as to why people thought or why people said it was six tablets was because when they went to the hospital or to the pharmacy, they were usually told take two tablets and um, three times a day. So to the answer, you could actually go a notch higher, which is um, eight tablets. So for paracetamol tablets, one tablet is usually 500 milligrams. So you are giving two to make up one gram or thousand milligrams. So that's it. And you are not supposed to exceed four grams in a day. So if you do the math, that's um, eight tablets. Eight tablets will make up four grams. So you are not supposed to exceed eight tablets in a day. So you could go as high as eight tablets. But that doesn't also mean that you should go for eight tablets. When you take the paracetamol, your pain goes away. You do not you do not need to take more, except in situations where you are on um, a malaria medication. So you are doing malaria treatment. In that case, you are giving paracetamol together with your anti-malaria, and you are asked to take the paracetamol um, two two tablets three times a day for the three-day period you are taking your anti-malaria. Well, that's different. But if you are just taking it for pain. Maybe in the morning, I feel some pain. You take it in the afternoon, it's not going. You take it again. Like, be careful how you take your paracetamol because paracetamol um, has some effects on the liver if taken in toxic doses. So, just be careful about your intake of paracetamol. If there are other things you can do, if you can avoid taking the, the medication of paracetamol, please do. Maybe that your pain or your headache is as a result of you being tired. So, rest relax yes and all those things don't just rush to take in or to call down paracetamol so that's my advice and that's my answer so you're not supposed to exceed eight tablets which is four grams i hope you're all clear with that okay so to today's episode um i hope i was hoping this would be a short a short episode let's see how it goes so this was born out of a conversation I was having with a friend yes it's about appetite stimulants and let me see blood tonics and we were talking and she said she was going to get some blood tonics to gain weight and that was really interesting so I said oh let me share this and as a whole podcast episode to also educate and get some news from everybody so please share and send me your views concerning this topic what you also think the things you've heard so that if we can address them we will 
So appetite stimulants, these are medications, so usually they are vitamin supplements which contain an ingredient to help you increase your appetite and when your appetite gets increased, you're able to eat well and that helps with your weight gain. So for most of the appetite stimulants we have on the market, they contain the ingredient cyproheptadin. So you see things like apetamin. If you pair them with products, great. If you haven't built it, you can search on them as I mentioned. So we have apetamin, there's also cyprodin. These things contain the ingredient cyproheptadin. And cyproheptadin is what helps you um, increase your appetite for you to gain that weight. Yes. Cyproheptadin is an antihistamine, originally an antihistamine. An antihistamine is a medication which is used to treat allergies. So, allergy symptoms such as itching, watery eyes, red eyes, and yes, so that is what cyproheptadin is originally used for. But it has the side effect of increasing appetite, which in turn helps you to gain that which some of you would be looking for. So that's it with cyproheptadin. But blood tonics or iron supplements do not contain cyproheptadin. Unless, of course, your iron supplement contains cyproheptadin, then you could say that it helps you gain weight or it helps you increase your appetite. So, iron supplements are medications which are taken to replace lost iron. And this iron is found in the protein hemoglobin. And hemoglobin is in turn found in the red blood cell. So what hemoglobin does is to help with the transporters carry oxygen from the lungs to other parts of the body. So when you take in iron supplements, this is what you are doing. You are trying to replace the iron which is deficient in your body. Iron supplements do not contain cyproheptadin, which is the appetite stimulant which helps you increase your appetite for you to gain the weight. So when people say they are taking iron supplements to gain weight, there is some lie in that it doesn't outrightly cause you to gain weight it's rather the appetite stimulant or rather supplements which contain cyproheptadin this is the appetite stimulant that helps you gain the weight so that is what this episode is all about i just want to clear the air about that so appetite stimulants which contain cyproheptadin the indian cyproheptadin so you could read more about it it's what increases your appetite and then you gain weight now this brings me to this topic or this um, acronym BMI. I don't know if all of us know what BMI is, but BMI stands for Body Mass Index. So the reason why I am bringing up this acronym Body Mass Index is because you can use that to figure out if you have a healthy weight or you are overweight, so that you know if you are if you have a greater risk. Of developing weight related and um, health problems so that you start working if you have to exercise you cut down certain things you do so that you do not end up falling sick when you put it away so let's I'll take you through the calculation for your BMI so you can do let's do it together you can grab your phone if you have a calculator and grab it and let's try it so it's your weight in kilograms divided by your height in meters squared or let me put it this way your weight in kilograms so weight in kilograms over your height times your height in meters times your height in meters 
hope I'm not talking too much. So let's just try an example so that we we get it. So assuming your weight in kilograms is 60, so you weigh 60 kg and your height in meters is 1.65 meters. So what you are going to do, so you can grab your calculator or your phone, yes, whatever at this point and let's do this. So that will be 60 kg divided by your height in meters, let's say is 1.65. So divided by 1.65 times 1.65 because we need your meters squared. I hope you get it. So that will be 22.03. So that's the answer you're going to get. So it means your BMI is 22.03 kilogram per meter squared. I hope you get it. Yes, so that's a way you could know your PMI if you do this calculation from your home. Yes, and let me take you through the BMI category so that you know if you fall in the category underweight, normal weight, overweight, or obese. So, an underweight person would have a BMI less than 18.5. So, if you have a BMI, less than 18.5 it means you are you are underweight sorry if you have a bmi between or within this range 18.5 to 24.9 you have a normal weight so 18.5 to 24.9 that's a normal weight if you are within 25 to 29.9 you are overweight Overweight is 25 to 29.9. Then if you are obese, you have a BMI of 30 or even greater, 40, 50. That means you are obese. So in this case, when you know these things, you know what to do and how to take care of yourself. So I, I advise if you don't if you do not know your height, your weight, these are things you you can check. You can walk into a pharmacy. Some pharmacies have the skills for checking these things. Then you could calculate your BMI yourself or they could do it for you so that you know these things and start working on yourself to avoid these um, health-related issues which are weight-related. Yes, so that you avoid all these things. And so this brings me to the end of this episode. If you, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions i'd like to know your opinions on this appetite stimulants and blood tonic wahala so if you've heard anything or you know anything please share with me and how do you do that send me a message on social media or send an email to those of life at gmail.com and let's get talking thank you and until next time bye If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. Connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, WhatsApp, and email. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, stay blessed. Bye.